When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Dale Lally. And, uh, well, the uh, second round of cuts have come through for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, as they get down their roster cut down to 80 players uh, here on Tuesday and got a couple of surprising names on there. Uh, the team releasing linebacker, Jannard Avery wide receiver, Christian Blake running back, Mateo Durant quarterback, Chris Aladakon and kicker, Nick Skiba. Now a couple of those names on that list, uh, I'm sure stood out to Steeler fans. Uh, the first being uh, quarterback, Chris Aladakon. There's the team's uh, seventh round draft pick. And, uh, of course, we didn't get to see a lot of con throw the football a lot in training camp. I can tell you that when he did throw the football uh, throughout the offseason program and things of that nature, the ball does jump out of a lot of con's hands. Uh, to me, this was a situation where the Steelers released a lot of con early in the hopes that they can uh, sneak him through waivers and get him back uh, on the practice squad when they when they put that uh, together here uh, in another couple of weeks. Uh, the same thing might happen there with Mateo Durant. I know Mateo Durant was everyone's darling at the the running back position uh, in the spring. The the guy, uh, he was a, a Duke product. The Steelers gave him a nice signing bonus to sign him as an undrafted rookie free agent. But then uh, everybody got a chance to, to see some of the other backs in this training camp at the training camp level. And Jalen Warren uh, was by far the better back uh, Durant also had some injury issues, but he's just a 195 pound back. He looks more like a wide receiver than he does a running back in terms of his, his body type. Uh, he's a taller guy at, at 195 pounds. You know, if he were uh, a shorter, you know, five, nine, 195 pounds, you'd feel a little bit better about it than a guy who's six foot and 195 pounds. Uh, just a little, you know, built a little too slight to play running back in this league and uh, didn't flash nearly as much in training camp as, as did Jalen Warren uh, over the course of this. So I think that running back position starting to take a shape there a little bit, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Steelers uh, maybe tried to sneak uh, Mateo Durant onto their practice squad uh, when they, when they bring that together early, uh, later this year. And then finally, uh, Jannard Avery uh, that release to me is somewhat surprising because he did start the uh, second preseason game opposite TJ Watt uh, with uh, Alex Highsmith out, and I didn't think he played badly, but he did miss quite a bit of training camp. 
Uh, he also missed a big portion of the offseason program for the Steelers as well. And so it makes it difficult to keep a guy like that around. Uh, but again, we, you know, with the, with the rosters or with the uh, practice squad rosters expanding to 16 players, that may be a situation where the Steelers, uh, when they, when they brought the Gennard Avery in said, Hey, Gennard, um, we're going to release you now, give you a chance to perhaps sign on with somebody else. But if that doesn't happen, we'd like to have you back on the practice squad uh, because we can keep six veteran players on that practice squad. Uh, because I have a hard time believing that Jannard Avery wasn't better than a couple of the other guys that were released there. Maybe they just didn't feel he was a great fit at outside linebacker. I don't know that for certain, um, but I do know that he's a veteran player. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody else picked him up and, and and tried to you know do something with him. But if if not, then it, you know the Steelers I think would probably be interested in bringing him back on their practice squad. Uh, but I also think that, you know, they, they signed last week um, uh, Hamilcard Rashid um, when he was waived by the Jets. And I think they like what they see there. I thought he played pretty well in the game. He's a bigger edge guy. They liked him coming out a little bit uh, in the draft a few years back. And so I think maybe there's a little bit something there. I think he's certainly better as a prospect than Derek Tuska or Delonte Scott at this point. Although, you know, I think they, they do maybe like Tuska as that number four guy, but that's going to going to be a position that they continue to keep an eye on as they get into the, the more of these cuts. And it wouldn't surprise me to see this team at some point go out and sign another outside linebacker, because that's the one spot on this roster that I still see is not quite uh, as good in terms of the backups as some of the other spots on the roster. I feel pretty good about a lot of the other spots. That's the one that still, to me, needs a little more depth. And uh, we'll see if the Steelers uh, go ahead and, and try to do something about that here later in the, uh, in the in this preseason as we get a little further into this whole thing. Uh, but those are the five cuts today. Uh, they'll have to, of course, make uh, get their roster down to 53 players next Tuesday. That'll be after their uh, final preseason game. We'll see who's in that cut. Uh, that will be a, a, a massive cut, obviously, at that point as they get rid of, uh, well, 27 players uh, by my math. And, well, my math's correct on that one. So that's a, that's a lot of players to cut. So we'll see a lot of these guys uh, are going to uh, be told that, uh, well, your dream is over in terms of making the 53-man roster. Uh, but that'll come next Tuesday, a week from uh, a week from today. So we'll see who's in that group uh, when that happens. I'm going to take a break. This is the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. We'll be back with more right after this. back to the Dale Lally show here on the DK Pittsburgh sports podcast network. I am your host Dale Lally. And uh, well, I was, I was perusing some stuff on the internet the other day and I came across <clears throat> Pete Prisco's top 100 players on the, uh, on CBS sports.com. And I know a lot of Steeler fans aren't super high on Prisco. Uh, 
Pete, uh, of course, uh, began his career. At least I, I first met him when he was covering the Jacksonville Jaguars back when that team uh, early in their existence. And so I've known him a few years now. And I found that his uh, his top uh, 100 list a lot closer to how I would look at things than maybe some of the other stuff. For example, you know, I, I, the, the one that the league puts together that the players vote on, uh, I'm a little dubious of that one. Uh, for example, they, you know, Mac Jones was on that list. It's way too early for Mac Jones to be on that list. Uh, you know, there's some other guys on there that I looked at that I'm, I just couldn't get on board with putting on a top 100 list. Um, but four Steelers made it on to Pete Prisco's list. And it's interesting uh, because the Steelers only had a, a couple of guys on the initial list put out by the, uh, the top 100 list released by the NFL, NFL.com, the players. Uh, and this one, though, Minka Fitzpatrick comes in at number 97. Minka, I don't believe, made the, uh, the top 100 list on the, uh, for NFL.com. So that's a good, a good spot for Minka Fitzpatrick. I think he deserves to still be on there. A lot of safeties on Pete's list as well. So uh, it kind of gives you an idea. I mean, he, I think that safety position, I, as I said many times, is a little bit undersold when it comes to uh, how things are viewed in the league. Deontay Johnson comes in at number 70. And, and I think that's a fair assessment of Deontay Johnson, especially when you look at some of the guys he is just behind on this list. Uh, DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen, uh, guys of that nature, Chris Godwin. Um you know, so I, I think that's a, a fair assessment of where Deontay Johnson is at. CeeDee Lamb ahead of him. He's a good football player. I've been saying that all along when the Steelers, when people were talking about the Steelers shouldn't sign Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson is a, is a really good football player. I think we got to see that to a certain degree in the, uh, in the second preseason game when he was out there playing. Uh, you saw a difference in the offense. He just gets open. That's what he does. I mean, he's a professional guy at getting open in the NFL, which is not an easy thing to do. Uh, Cam Hayward comes in at number 27 on this list. And as you would guess, uh, Cam Hayward, the second defensive tackle on that list. Uh, There's only one guy ranked ahead of him, and I think we all know who that is, Aaron Donald. Uh, But just behind him, and this is where I agree with Pete as well, Jeffrey Simmons from the Titans comes in at 31. And a lot of other people would say Chris Jones deserves to be ahead of uh, Jeffrey Simmons or DeForest Buckner. I think Simmons is a better player, and I think he is the heir apparent to Cam Hayward as the second-best defensive tackle in football behind Aaron Donald. I did have a little bit of problem with with, uh, Pete's ranking. He has T.J. Watt at seven. And while that's a fair assessment of T.J. Watt, I mean, being seven, on this group in the top 100 players in the NFL is nothing to sneeze at whatsoever. The guy right behind him is Trent Williams. The guy right ahead of him is Tom Brady. Those guys are both going to the pro football hall of fame at some point, you know, in the, in the future here. Uh, But then you look at number five is Cooper cup. I like Cooper cup as a player, but I guarantee you, if you went out and pulled 32 general managers or even 30 you left the Rams and the, and the Steelers GMs out of it. 30 of those guys are taking TJ Watt over Cooper cup. That's just the reality of it. Watt's a better player. I think Cooper cup's great. I think he had the, the best season, maybe in NFL history for a wide receiver. TJ Watt had a pretty special season as well, uh, tying the NFL sack record. 
Uh, then you look at the guys ahead of Cup at five, is best player, fifth best player was Cup. Josh Allen at four, Patrick Mahomes at three, Aaron Rodgers at two, and Aaron Donald at one. Don't have any qualms with any of those guys. And it just kind of shows you how good TJ Watt is. I think everybody on that list ahead of TJ Watt, with the, maybe the exception of Cooper Cup, can make a strong case in the, in, in the not too distant future that those guys are going to be Hall of Famers. Watt is on that kind of uh, career track as well. Uh, so he belongs in that kind of uh, category as a top 10 player in the NFL. Uh, the Steelers getting four of the top 100 players. Najee Harris was in Pete's uh, honorable mention. So the Steelers had five of those players. And you got to realize, you know, there's over 1,600 players in the NFL. To be in the top 100, pretty special. To be in the top 10, really special. That's going to do it for today's Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I am, uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. The Steelers be getting back on the practice field uh, over at the south side, the UPMC Rooney Sports uh, Complex. And after being off on Monday, I'll be over there bringing you all the news, the notes, the anecdotes, everything that happens over there. Looking forward to getting getting back to work on the south side here as the Steelers get ready for their third and final preseason game of the 2022 preseason. Uh, and then it'll be time to get real on this and uh, start looking at the regular season. Uh, but we'll get the, we'll get to all that here in the, in the coming weeks. Of course, you can listen to all of our shows here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. We've got stuff on the Steelers, the Penguins, the Pirates. Pitt and Penn State. We like it. Uh, we like to, to cover the entire city with that stuff. Uh, so this is the, your, your one-stop shopping here, uh, spot for all that stuff. That's going to do it for the show today. I'll talk to you tomorrow.